Welcome to Selah My Soul podcast. I'm your host, Amiko Moral. Selah is a pause and exhale in appreciation. Selah allows you to sit still, then assures you that it's okay to keep going because you know what? You've got this. Each episode, we will bring you encouraging stories and discussions chronicling the moments that have challenged us and have given us the ability to reach our greater, which is what we want for you. Let's begin with an exhale of peace and gratitude. Selah. Good day, my friends. This is Amiko Morold again with Selah My Soul podcast. Today, I have a very special guest for us. I started the podcast journey without knowledge of exactly where I was going to go. I thought for sure I'm going to have to come up with the topics on my own. But we all know that God will never leave us alone. So while visiting with my daughter, the city of Atlanta, Georgia, I allowed her to go on to all of her events. She had a couple of things that she had was obligated to do. I'm so proud of her in her endeavors. Um, but I didn't want to kind of be a bother. So I decided to reach out to some friends. Whereas usually when I'm in Atlanta, I am working or doing some other things. This time I had a lot of free time on my hands. So I reached out to a couple of high school classmates. And these girls came up with me. It's almost like we came from the same kindergarten. <laughs> we went into the same middle school and we were together from middle school and on. Yep. And even in the earlier formative years, yep. um, we played together yep, we did. and we're all from this small town. And I just wanted to reach out to them to see what's going on in their lives um, at this time. So I reached out to my friend and was able to meet with one of them on yesterday and Nicole brown blue and today i was able to um meet with a friend a tanya jean funny we spent the morning <laughs> so the thing about it is when i reached out to a tanya and i'm gonna bring her on here in a second i i, I she asked me amiko well she said butts because that's my maiden <laughs> name and that's what a lot of people call me with so many nickies that we had to break us all out so i was nikki butts so, Miss Marold, at any rate, she says, "Which do you prefer?" I said, "Amico." So, <laughs> those of you I listening, get used to that. <laughs> those of you listening, think you can call me that? Don't <laughs> even think about it. My husband said I'm a Marold. So, <laughs> just funny. Oh, just funny. Just laughing. <laughs> at any rate, um, she says to me, "Well, do you have any blue?" And I said, "You know what." Today, I do have blue. Yesterday, it was like the Lord told me, wear your red jacket. I wore a red jacket yesterday. And he said, put on the blue on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So I'll have her to share with you what the blue is all about. But I have had a, such an eventful day. <laughs> it has been an amazing morning. It is only 1 o'clock right now, <laughs> our time here on the East Coast. But we have done more this morning before noon yes. than some people will do all, all day. day. Yes. <laughs> so, Atanya, how are you? I'm well. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast today. And I just want to thank you for reaching out to me to say, hey, what you doing? Let's hang out. 
So, you know, when you called me, it was Sunday. I had four engagements, <laughs> but I was like, oh, this is my childhood friend. Let me call her back. And um, you said you were in town. I'm always excited to have anyone from my hometown to come to town. And, you know, I'm like, okay, what can we do? And uh, I'm in the middle of a very big venture, which we'll talk about in a second. And um, I said, well, I said, Nikki and I can't meet with you together, but because our schedules are so different. But I said, well, can, do you mind breaking it up? You were like, fine. So I said, well, do you have blue? Because today at the Capitol, it was Women in Blue Day. So the Georgia Federation of Democratic Women um, had, we were recognized on the Senate floor and we all had on blue. Now to tell you a little bit about Georgia, Georgia is considered a red state right now, which means that the Republicans um, have the majority vote in both of our chambers, but we are working on that. So we think that the year 2020 will be a great year to turn Georgia blue. And we are so excited because it's not just uh, Democrats, but a lot of female Democrats are finally getting our seat at the table. Amazing. I, I absolutely was just blown out of my mind when <laughs> I came up. First off, when you pulled up to pick me up. Not and, just any blue. Not just any blue, <laughs> but it's just, just like the, the royal blue. The royal blue. <laughs> and I call it cobalt blue. I yes. think that's what they call it yes. as well. Uh-huh, yep. And she had, I had on the exact same blue. Now, everyone knows me back home in Jacksonville. Um, they know that that's one of my favorite colors. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I have a lot of blue. And I just happened to bring the blue. I, I was going to bring black. I was going to bring gray. But you know what? The Lord said bring blue. I walked into the room and every and everybody woman wants to take your jacket. <laughs> every woman wants your jacket. They can't even all fit your jacket, but they still want your jacket. <laughs> Everyone wants a piece of me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But, and I'm grateful for that. But my husband says, um, when we were in France and London, he was like, I'm just waiting on someone to walk up to us and say, hey, I know you, or hey, <laughs> what's that you have? Because he says, I know someone, or I, I, somehow I attract people. Yeah. And I'm really grateful for that. I think mm -hmm. that's the Lake City part. That is the Lake City part, because <laughs> my husband, who is a born and raised New Yorker, says the same thing about me. <laughs> Babe, you're going to run into somebody you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is a gifting, and I'm so grateful for my humble hometown small town beginning oh my gosh yes yes oh my gosh it equipped us in so many ways so many ways a lot of people want to say oh if you don't come from a big city but let me tell you lake city prepared us for everything for everything <laughs> For, you know, because we're from a small town and we're from a southern town. Oh, yes. So there were some things going on because it's the south. Mm -hmm. And but we had um, the village. Yes. Parents and everyone mm -hmm. that said, OK, we're going to prepare you for everything. That's right. So if there was a if there was a, something great, we had celebrations yes. like through our church, through our school. But if there was something that we all needed to stand up uh -huh, for. Uh-huh. 
they prepared us for that too. Look, we going here for this reason. Da 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 da. So, and we stood together. And we stood together. The Lake City that we're from, mm-hmm. we stood together under yep. that whatever that cause was. In fact, when I got ready to marry my husband, he will tell you this. I even wrote it in my book, Discovering Angels in the Dark. Mm-hmm. But I wrote, I said, what if we march? What if we have to stand for something? Yep. He said to me, I'm going to stand with you. Yep. And I said, okay. And now just a little short period story about that. When he said that, two years after you know being married, I realized that I was going to church every day, every day. And I'm like, wait a minute, this guy's um, every Sunday, that mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't as consistent mm-hmm. at the very beginning. You know, we have small beginnings and sometimes slow beginnings or whatever. Nonetheless, the Lord said to remind him of his promise. And I said, what was that? He said he would march with you. I reminded him. And from that day, we've just marched together. Yeah. Church every, you understand? And it's that, funny, it's funny you said that because when um, I met my husband, he he was not a regular churchgoer, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, he, he wasn't raised that way. Right. He would go to church with his grandfather when he was with his grandfather, but um, he wasn't raised going to church on a regular basis. So, you know, I was in New York at the time and... Um, Everyone told me, you know, don't don't talk about religion when you're dating. You're going to run them off. You're going to scare them. You know, don't talk about religion. And the conviction in me, um, I saw the future and I saw what I wanted it to be. And I said, and I said, you know what? I want a family that goes to church together. Yes. And I was not going to compromise. So if I had to hide who I was in God, then that was not the person for me. You know, um, I, I need to be bold about where I stand. Mm-hmm. So when I tell you our very first conversation mm-hmm. on the phone, very first, I'm not exaggerating. Do you go to church? Yes. And he said, um, he said, you know, I go to church sometimes, you know, my grandfather, whatever. I said, look, I go to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm in New York now, so it's not <laughs> like I'm in the South. So I'm in New York, but I found a, a wonderful church, Christian Cultural Center um, in Brooklyn, Pastor A.R. Bernard. And so I, I work in behind the scenes and things like that. I said, I go to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. I said, I want someone that will go to church with me mm-hmm. every Sunday. And he said, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that beautiful? It was. And but, he does. And isn't that God? It's God. I mean, because, you know, my husband coming from a Lutheran background, mm-hmm. um, and of course me coming from my Lake City, mm-hmm. moving with him to Jacksonville. What did we do? That's the only thing we did on Sundays. We went to church. <laughs> and we ate. came home and ate. And you ate. <laughs> and you may have gotten to play just a little bit, but you had to get ready for the work week or yep. the school week yep. the next yep. you know yep. so it was church and that's what we did and I know my mother when I go back to visit or whatever or even friends I said what are you guys doing today oh wait the church is doing such and such yep. or the church is doing it was all Way about something about mm-hmm. the church community yep. yep so I think that was the real background of you know our upbringing it was it was we had mm-hmm. a stronger community mm-hmm. and I believe today that's what's lacking in a lot oh, of our yeah. communities yes mm-hmm. yes so I now with my my daughter being eight and my son being ten, um, 
it's not a matter of are we going to church mommy what do you want us to wear today what can we wear because you know my sons get to the age where you know his friends are not dressing up as much right. and stuff and um so he'll ask me and so we you know i compromised a little bit so i said okay so every other sunday because I, I want him to understand the power of your dress and suits and things like that so i'll compromise with him and i'll be like okay this is the alternate alternate sunday so you can dress down a little bit so he'll just do like a a, a, a button down yeah. and some slacks so you don't have to wear the suit and the tie and the vest and everything and he he's fine with that he's fine with the compromise mm. and stuff but it's not are we going it's what do you want me to wear exactly. it's like we're going that's it and um and and i think our churches today have found a, a nice uh, joy for the kids something that we experience mm -hmm. because now they have children's church so they have their own service That's while we have our service because mm -hmm. I can remember sitting on the front row of Trinity United Methodist Church mm. falling asleep on the falling, front row falling asleep both of my parents were in the choir stand <laughs> <laughs> or or on that New Year's service and you're just lying there on the on the bench yeah because the kids are tired but the parents are praising <laughs> yes <laughs> yes so I think now we're you know catering to the family more because the church realizes that if we don't bring families in the church is going to die and um so yeah so they, they're they're now they're excited about going to children's church but if they have to stay in the sanctuary for whatever reason then it becomes a little like oh we gotta be here but um they get the word they get the word None, nonetheless they nonetheless, get the word <laughs> nonetheless and they come home and start asking you questions mm -hmm. you know and um i know it's getting in mm -hmm. just like it got in for us it got in now one of the things that i am so grateful for and i remember my wedding or i'm sorry i remember my relationship with my husband starting much the same way mm -hmm. that was a non-negotiable non-negotiable I knew that I had to take my family to the Lord. Yep. That was one of the pieces of advice that my mother gave me. Uh, her being a single mother, she said, I wish she had have taken her marriage to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I knew that marriage would not survive outside of the church or it would have been a little rocky or a little sketchy. And, mm -hmm. and you know, not saying um, those marriages that are coming or have not yet come won't survive because God will keep us all mm -hmm. in his time and bring us in his perfect time. But I do know for me, as for me and my house, yeah, it was important for us to have that foundation. And I think sometimes when you're in, not sometimes, when you're in the will of God and you have to go through something, you have that foundation to say, you know what, we know where to go mm -hmm. to get our strength. Mm -hmm as we go through it mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. and so if 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 you are with someone that doesn't have a relationship with god where are they going to get that guidance mm -hmm. where are they going to get that wisdom mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so it's like you got to have that foundation yes. i strongly believe the family that prays together stays together yes i believe that and now speaking of that family and that the family strength as well one of the things that i again am grateful for is the fact that when i was able to send my children off um as adults mm -hmm. one of the greatest gifts that I gave them was not the graduation gift of of taking them uh, sending them on an international trip or giving them a, a, a new car or a, a bank um, account full of money but it was the fact that I was able to give them prayer yes that they knew when their back is against the wall they knew how to call on the name of Jesus yes, yes. so that's one of the things that I am so grateful for mm -hmm. them having that ability and I think that is so 
so powerful. It'll that's like feeding the man a fish mm-hmm. or teaching him how, how to, fish. to fish. Yep. And I think that that but, part of the teaching. well, you know, you and I both know that is what it's going to take to mm-hmm. get through life. Yes. Um, we meet people every day that may have more money, more power, more whatever. You see it all the time, but they are the saddest, miserable people. They're still looking for that hole, trying to feel, mm. trying to feel that something inside of them that they can't seem to feel with all the different things the world has to offer. Mm. And you and I know that it is only Christ that can fill that spot. On, so man. you go out looking, 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 well, what? maybe it's this, maybe it's that, it's the house, it's the car, well, I'm going to get this person, and you know, maybe it's the children, it, and, and they're still like empty on the inside. Mm. And we know when you're filled with Christ and the love of God in your heart, th- that is the, the, the thing that cannot be replaced by At anything all. else. Nothing. Anything else. Mm. So I'm very careful about nurturing my kids to know that also because I know that that is what's going to sustain them. You know, regardless of how intelligent you are and all these other things you have, nothing will fill that place where God is supposed to be. Oh, my goodness. Girl, I want to do a dance right now. <laughs> I'm so grateful. Thank you. Yeah. So I also want to ask you, like, it's been nearly 30 years. Oh, don't remind me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but it we seems like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I was counting the other day, and I'm like, wow, yes. So it's like. I mean, I felt like we may have been on the bench at the high school game yeah. or whatever just yeah. yesterday. But I feel like we've matured beyond that, of course. We've had lots of experiences. Lots of experiences. And it has been a long time. I know we saw each other in during that time. I think we were both in Tallahassee, Tallahassee. at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, we passed or we talked or something. Yeah, we uh, caught up. We caught up. We, we, yeah. we, we actually spent time together. Yeah, we did. But that's even been 20 some years it has. <laughs> so and look so, we think we know each other by just following each other on facebook that's right girl. what you doing now oh and i see your I husband see. i see your son and your children we don't yes. know enough but guess what i did learn and i'm so proud of you oh thank you for what you're doing now and you know just being part of that georgia state seat and and and, you know the representative i just really absolutely admire you for that please tell me yeah when we were kids (laughs) what was on your mind i mean the rest of us kids are running around yeah we're going to be something one day we didn't know exactly what we're going to be but did government ever cross your mind or how did this happen for you so i now that i think back i have always loved um politics i've i I did you always had a good argument you did yes i did i've always um i've always loved advocating Mm -hmm. okay because you know like when they talk about bullying now Mm -hmm. i never felt it and i feel like i was one of those ones that i really didn't fit in any particular group mm-hmm. you know I kind of just went around to all groups you floated I floated mm-hmm. but I also felt that if if I saw someone that was being mistreated I would say something mm-hmm. so I, I I remember stepping in um and saying something about somebody you know on playground or whatever I remember those little things and um 
so we were we were in the sixth grade we had an option to uh write one of our one of our um leaders and i wrote governor graham mm -hmm. at the time and he wrote me back i think that's i think that had to be what sparked yes what sparked Amazing. my some people um wrote whoever was the president it was a republican president so i wasn't writing him but um <laughs> i wrote i wrote uh governor graham he wrote me back in the sixth grade and i was like wow and i i always enjoyed it and i always paid attention to politics which is so funny because growing up in a haitian household with my dad mm -hmm. you know government is just not one of those things he was ever very uh interested in but you know my dad would always have his opinions mm -hmm. at the house mm -hmm. you know he never really said much outside but he did have his opinions and um so I didn't think that I would ever be in the position I'm in now mm -hmm. but I knew that we have to stand up for people that either can't speak up for themselves or maybe don't want to but everybody needs to be treated right mm -hmm. and um so yeah, so when I was in New York, I really didn't, I followed the the can, candidates and, and things like that. I got a little bit involved in the mayor race as um, far as like uh, going to different um, forums that they had and debates and stuff like that. So I started doing that in New York. And then when I got here, um, I just moved to a county that needed, more people needed to speak up more representation more representation mm -hmm. so when i got here and then my husband and i we would talk about it at home and i said you know what babe we can't just talk within the four walls of our house i said if we're going to make a change let's start making a change mm -hmm. let's get out there and find out who our representatives are who do we need to speak to about this that and the other so we would just go online and find the meetings so we found our commissioner meetings and then there was some things going on with our school system and i was a public school teacher and i was not happy with what was going on and it wasn't anything that we had done um but we found that it was um some things that the school board should have been doing better so here i am a teacher standing up at school board meetings telling the school board and the superintendent this is not right mm, uh -huh. <laughs> um, my co-workers were there with me and i was like y'all come with me i'll speak i don't have a problem speaking i'm sure you did and you know i look back on it now and they're like you did what <laughs> you know the superintendent is your boss's boss's boss that's the big <laughs> boss that is the big boss <laughs> and um and i didn't have nice things to say i'm like y'all are not doing us right y'all yeah. are not doing us right at all and stuff and and then and then what happened was the the school board member that was representing the area where i live mm -hmm. i was not happy with her at all mm -hmm. so when it was time for election I was like well I can't run because I'm a teacher so you have to leave your profession to run for school board or you have to work in another district so I said I found out that someone else was running I went and searched her out I'm and I met up with her and I was like, you're running for this, the school board position. She was like, yes, I am. She was a product of um, the county. She had gone away um, and come back. 
and um, she was very well spoken knew what she was talking about had been an educator I said okay we're gonna back you mm-hmm. and um, we started campaigning for her now let me tell you when you run against an incumbent they don't have to do much because of name recognition. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, in our society right now, a lot of people go to the polls and they just look for the eye and they vote for the eye. They don't know this person. They don't know the other person. They just vote. They don't know how effective or not effective they are. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were like, we're going to get out there. We're going to get this young lady's name out there. She would make a good school board um, representative and she won she beat the incumbent with flying colors and we we were so happy and the representation we have in that one seat we have some more seats of people that are not effective that that we're working on now (laughs) (laughs) 2020 to to uproot (laughs) yes and so that and so that's where it started and we also um helped a commissioner to uh flip a seat that needed to be flipped and that has made a world of difference, mm-hmm. especially in the commissioner seat in our area. We um, we have um, it's a small a small area, so we we only have a few votes, so it's only five people. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a block three two three two three two three two mm-hmm. all the time. Like mm-hmm. there were three commissioners that voted the same way, regardless, mm-hmm. and it was just not right. And um, so we were able to flip one of those seats and you'd be surprised how the other two commissioners that used to vote with that one commissioner have now changed their tunes a whole bunch Mm -hmm. and stuff. So I think that's helping to progress our county. And so where I am now, I qualified today to run for a House of Representatives seat for my district. Congratulations. Thank you. I witnessed the whole thing. You would I know, right? Beautiful. <laughs> Another beautiful moment. And 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 it's a case where I went to my representative um not this past January, but the January before. So that'd be January nineteenth. And um he was at a meeting. It's the only meeting he ever comes to. And um, I was like, hey, you know, all excited. I'm like, hey, I'm in the area. You're my representative. You know, are you going to reach out to us? Da, 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 da. And he looked at me and he said, well, y'all don't come to town hall meetings anyway. So basically, why would why would I take my time to have a town hall meeting? Y'all don't show up. And um, so that was, yeah. So that was January of 2019. And I gave him the whole year. And sure enough. No reach out, no town hall, no, no show up, no show up, and um, so November, I declared that I was going to run. There you go, <laughs> girl. Let's go, let's go. Yeah. I mean, do you think that is the same? Um, his sentiments, whatever, what that thing was, he was saying, and what he was feeling that we don't show up anyhow. So, do you think that is just kind of universal? within government all you know all around well i think what what has happened with some of our elected officials is that they get in these positions and they say oh if you want something you have to come to me where you know what type of community we live in you know people are working two and three jobs to take care of their family make ends meet sometimes not sometimes you need to make arrangements to come to them uh-huh and so i think he may not have, 
I don't know what he meant by it, but I wasn't happy with it. I, I, I feel like you you get in these positions and all of a sudden it's like you're looking down at people. Mm-hmm. But first of all, we're the people that put you in the office. Mm-hmm. Second of all, when you come to the Capitol, you're spending tax dollars. These are not your money. This is not your money. <laughs> that we pay, that we're paying, we're working for. Uh, it is automatically coming uh-huh. out of everything we do, mm-hmm. everything we buy, everything, everything, everything. everything. So, it's not your money. Mm-hmm. It's, so you you're supposed to come to the Capitol. You're supposed to advocate for your district to get as many of those dollars back to your district mm-hmm. as you can. Mm-hmm. Whatever you have to do, you know, go to your sessions and write the bills and write the policies that is going to enhance your community. That's what you're there for. Write the bills and the, you know, the policies that work that are actually something that we are tangible that will change our lives. Is that, yes. you know? Yes. So you can't just um be passive and say well, I'm just going to vote on, you know, I'll vote whatever they put on the table. No, you need to be part of the decision making. Like, what is going on the table? Mm-hmm. You need to be part of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm a Democrat. I'm a strong Democrat. But if I need to go talk to Republicans to say, hey, this is going to benefit my community and I'm sure it'll benefit some of the people in your community. I need you to come together with me so we can get this passed. And so some people get too comfortable. Too comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I would not be running because this is not the easiest thing to do. Um, it's not easy for you. It's not easy for your family. So it's not something that I put into lightly. I, I you know, you know, of course... Uh, conversated with my husband about it and also my pastor and um because but but it's something that has to be done definitely i believe that if we had more who stood up in that way Mm -hmm. um and if we see a fault if we see uh, that gap and we know i have ideas as to how to fill it we also need to come to the table and say hey I think that these things need to be changed. Mm-hmm. Now, on the part of, and, and I'm just basically understanding, learning for myself as well. I'm that worker, that woman who, you know, I was working or, or had that second job as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was so busy that, you know, didn't take the time out or mm-hmm. didn't have the time even yeah. mm-hmm. because you're busy with that, raising the children and the families. So I didn't go to those city council meetings. Mm-hmm. I, and you said that it is the responsibility of that elected official mm-hmm. that they should come out and see exactly what it is the people need. Do you think that there's so therefore to me, you're saying there's a little bit of a lot of ignorance when it comes to the things and the decisions that they're making. And they're saying, well, they didn't come to me. Yeah. So, I, you know, so um, I, I'm fortunate that in the district where I live, I do have um, representation that reach out some things so I have a commissioner now we all have a responsibility but so like with our commissioner you may not be able to make the commissioner meetings right but she holds a um, like a bi-monthly session with her constituents just for her district Mm -hmm. now it is the responsibility of us to carve out time in our schedule to at least go to that. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So if you can try to make 
those meetings which are on Saturday mm -hmm. so they're not during the week you know there's lots of things going on but you can just get up a little bit earlier so we make those meetings so she informs us about a lot of things going on on that level um, so we and then we have other representative not my representative but there are other representatives that also hold town hall meetings mm -hmm. now we can't you know we, we we need you to at least show up to that we have representatives that send out email blast of what's going on you know so you have to at least go to the meeting put your name on the list to get to the email blast right. so there are things that you can do but then there are times with certain bills like one of the ones they were talking about today there are certain times that we need you to come up to the capitol mm -hmm. but i think if you've built a relationship with your constituency and they say well i need we need our faces up there then you all get together and we have a group that come up there but that's just about building relationships but you have some people in office that haven't built a relationship with anyone and when sometimes I, we keep electing the same people and you keep electing the same people mm -hmm. so when i have a mayor of a city say that they didn't know who the elected official was for their delegation Oh that's because you haven't shown up to any city event mm -hmm. just because you're elected on the state level doesn't mean you don't show up to city events that's sad county events mm -hmm. wow and i know like this 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 uh position does not pay very much at all mm -hmm. so to say like oh i'm i, I still got to make money for my family yes but nobody forced you to run for this position. Right. So if you don't have the time to do it, then give it up and let somebody else do it. Mm -mm -mm -mm. You know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So all of those things inspired me. The little country <laughs> girl from Lake City. Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're inspired because guess what? You're inspiring someone else right now to begin to make a difference in their own community i mean it that's is, what it's gonna take yes we uh i'm gonna tell you now like we've gone through the obama era mm -hmm. we love obama we love him but he can't he's not coming back is he or did I you wish. think he was running i wish <laughs> i'm hoping that somebody taps uh michelle and say can you be my vice president so that's my you know my wish wish well but, did you read her book though yes i did because she said she had no likings for it yeah she did <laughs> she said she thought that he would just get over it and yeah move on <laughs> move on so she didn't want to do but it. i say that to say that nobody's gonna come here and save us that's right you know like Black America thought when Obama came in, he was going to be save what? What? Save a brother. Save somebody. <laughs> SOS. Save a sister. Save a sister. <laughs> so, there were some things that we were supposed to do that we didn't do. We mm. dropped the ball. So, when it was time for his second term, we didn't go to those midterm elections and we let all the Republicans get Just in there. Steal all the seats. You they, saw that? They steal them? We didn't. We didn't go out of That's home. true. They took. They took it. They, they just they, took they it walked back. right into it. Took it back. So the progress that he could have made because we didn't do our part. Wow. That took away some of what we could have. Mm -hmm. And so I say all that to say that it it's going to take us standing up for ourselves, mm -hmm. no matter where you are. Mm -hmm. You have to go every time those poll doors open. You no, gotta go vote. I think I should only vote for president. No. Because the local is so important. Uh -huh. Who is your sheriff? Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Who are your school board members? Mm -hmm. You know all of those people control a pot of money. Yeah. 
your judges. You know you vote for your judges? I don't need to vote for my judge or, or the school board members. Uh-huh. But who is mostly in the criminal justice system and who gets the toughest sentences? Okay? And people don't realize that. Yes, we do. We do. We have. There are so many different things that's on the ballot. Yes, every time that poll opens, where do we need to be? at the poll voting you every time like what election is going on now who on the ballot go online look it up that's right and you got to show up and 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 we didn't we're not doing that and they're they don't want us to do that Mm -mm. so they're fighting for us to be in a position that we don't even realize how much power we have come on that's why they keep fighting to take us off the ball the the ballots to take us off the rolls to to limit the the number of poll machines in the area to um close polling sites doing all of these things oh y'all don't need that y'all can just come over Mm -hmm. here and vote and things like that turning we have one city that put a polling um a voter voting polling precinct inside of a police precinct what you have to go to the police precinct to vote that's gonna scare what people Look, I got I got friends that never been in trouble a day in their life, but never ever want to step in a police station Mm-mm-mm-mm. ever. Mm-mm. But you telling them they got to go to the police station to vote. Mm-mm. So it's like these different things like that. And you know why they do it? Because when that city council put that up, nobody was in the audience to say this was a bad idea. So all of these things are being passed on the local level. Wow. The ones that we did not attend that meeting for, the ones that we did not stand up and give a vote for. Yeah. The ones we didn't think were important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I think me and you when we were growing up, a lot more things were done through our church. Mm-hmm. And I think now um you know, nobody no one wants to be in trouble with the nonprofit organization mixing politics and and so so our church has backed away from it but we've got to be engaged again because my thing is not all of you can attend a meeting but if we had a good group of people that said hey let's look at all the city meetings school board meetings da 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 you go to this one i'm gonna go to this one you're gonna go to this one and then we're gonna come back come together, together. Mm-hmm. you know and now we don't even have to be in the same room we can do it through there's so many uh zoom meetings and just yes. different things you can be at your house in your pajamas and still have a meeting right. and say hey this is what's going on on the school board level mm-hmm. what actions do we need to take here mm-hmm. this is what's going on on the city council mm-hmm. this is what's going on in our county yes. okay so now you can galvanize people and y'all all come together and say hey this is we we need to all show up for this particular mm-hmm. one because they're going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. So even if we can do that, we can still raise our children, you know, have date nights, hang out with our friends and still be civically minded to do what we need to do in our community and have a voice. Because remember, it is our money that they are taking our money and they will take it to another neighborhood and form some project all the you know they we needed this lacrosse uh but but yet we have no basketballs over here with the sport that we want to play you know and there's no if you if if we want to put a lacrosse team together that's great but i'm just saying like 
make sure that the dollars come back to our area if we do not speak up for it because we oh you know we spend the money now well we spend it we have it too we have it and we spend as one of the largest consumers exactly so i wanted to go ahead and and um transition into kind of closing up Mm -hmm. I mean, this has been great information. Girl, I can talk forever. Yes, you have a lot of information, and she's ready. We're going to say that. Mm -hmm. She is very well prepared for this seat. And I am so, you know, I'm going to be praying for you, and we're going to be lifting you up and everything. But is there one last thing that you would like, you know, to share with the people? What's your next? You know, when you take this, when you get into this seat um, and become this representative, what are the things that you're going to be advocating for and, and you know, your platform pretty much? Okay, so um, I don't know if a lot of you all know, but black women are three to four times more likely to die of pregnancy complications, um, preventable pregnancy com- complications than any other group of women. Wow. And um, so health care access is extremely important. And what we found about that, it, it is not. This is one of the times that this particular situation is not even based on your um, economics. It is not it is not based on that. Um, even Serena Williams had to advocate for herself after the birth of her daughter because they found out she had a blood clot. Wow. Yeah. I read, I read Remember that? Like that? Yes. So these are the types of things that um, we need to make sure that if we don't speak up for ourselves, it is going to get worse mm-hmm. instead of better. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Georgia is 50 on the list for healthcare access for uh, pregnant women. We have the worst record in wow. all the states. Really? Yes. So that is definitely something that we want to continue to um, stress to our community, how we definitely need to make sure that we have healthcare equity. Um, being a 20 year educator, um, 20 plus years, um, you know, the quality of our education system is very important. I want to make sure that the dollars um, that the dollars are coming back to our educational system. Right now, Georgia has a bill. They're trying to limit um, the number of classes that will be paid for through dual enrollment. You and I both know what. Yeah, look. All of a sudden, it became it's becoming too expensive because we're joining all, in. There. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, mm-hmm. I, I taught at a uh, predominantly black high school mm-hmm. um, where just last year we had fourteen students to graduate with their AA degrees before they graduated with their high school diplomas. The graduations were literally a week apart. Therein lies your problem. Yes. So it's like once we find out the rules of the game and we start playing, then all of a sudden they change the rules. They changing the rules again. Mm -hmm. So bills like that, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, then you want to criticize, well, what classes you want to limit what classes are being taken? Well, you know what? That um, sociology class is one of the requirements for college. Mm -hmm. So why do we have to limit it to math, science? So, you know, like just let them take what if if it's offered, if it's a class that they have to take to receive an AA degree, why can't they take it um, on the high school level? So 
those types of things and just the money that's coming to our area and um you know we're working on economic development and a lot of what a lot of people don't understand what economic development is so many things it is the partnership with the school system is the partnership with the businesses all of those things so those are like my three main focuses that i'm going to focus i i'm going to have um when elected and engaging the community engaging the community well yep my god <laughs> get ready get ready because i tell you 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 definitely have a, a great leg to stand on and i'm i'm so i'm championing your your cause i'm over here i want to come over back to georgia <laughs> back to atlanta one of the days you're out there campaigning yes, i did it for a girl in columbia county yes. i did it for um, a friend there and i don't mind doing it for you you oh, know you. to help you to campaign or whatever i'm that, i'm just that girl yeah kind of nebulous here and <laughs> I, I switch all of this you know yeah. so um i'll give that to you as a birthday gift or something thank just you, let me know yes. <laughs> let me know when but um i'm just so grateful to have someone to just show up and and to say hey here we are mm -hmm. um i'm here to represent us i want to speak you're the voice and I'm so glad to have you. And I know the people here in Atlanta, in your district, are going to be so grateful to have you as well. And to God be all the glory. That, to, to God, God be, be the glory. all the glory. Amen. Yep. Amen. Yep. I know your parents are proud. Yep. So, <laughs> back. Oh, on my mother's birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is your mother's birthday. And happy birthday to her. Yes. yes. So, um, I want to go ahead and close by saying how grateful I am to be here with you, my friend. I thank you that it was just not a, just a good moment, but it was a God moment. Yes. I had my blue ready. We're dressed yes. just alike. Just alike. I look just like them. And <laughs> I'm not even a part of the state, but I was here. I had breakfast and, and um, lunch with these ladies. And I told the lady, I'll take the picture of you guys. She said, oh, no, we want you in, in the, the picture. picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone stepped me on the shoulder. So I'm so I'm a part of it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really happy to be here. Um, but I want to thank all of my listeners also. Thank you for sitting here with us and, and getting a little bit of the education as to what is going on here within the Georgia um, state. And um, I mean, to see our up and coming people. These are the people who are going to be before us, who are representing us. And I mean, she has a voice. This is the little girl we played in the dirt together. <laughs> I think we used yeah. to, we drew the line in the sand and yep. we did the four square yep. and the jump the hopscotch. hopscotch so it yep. was so great to see you when I saw it on Facebook. And then I just reached out for lunch or for dinner. And then know. that turned into all of this. Yep. So be careful what you ask for because God will always give you more. more. Yep. He will always give you more. So I'm so grateful to have received more of you today and thank you for sharing the moment with me it's it's really huge to yeah. have someone that have known you since you were little little yes. and we've grown up together and to share this moment it was awesome that, for me also well thank you so much so i want to thank you everyone i want you all to um, look at our pictures i will be posting her a tanya jean funny <laughs> on my facebook story sometime within the week um you'll see us in our blue and it's just beautiful but you all go ahead and have yourselves a beautiful and a blessed day and don't forget to say la your soul have a good one. Thank you.